listen up. You can be anything in the world, and God we trust an architect. Doctor. Hello, everybody. My name is Ellis Bevel, and I am your host here on the Crafted Podcast. This is the first episode of Crafted, and therefore I'd like to take just a moment to share exactly what it is I plan to achieve with this podcast. My goal here is to teach people who don't know or remind the people that do that your past does not dictate your future. Everything that you become tomorrow is not based on who you are, how you were raised, what this person said, or what that other guy did yesterday. It's all based on the choices you make and how you deal with things that are happening. You can be anybody you want tomorrow. Success is only a choice away. All right, so I'm not going to preach to you the whole time. You're going to get this message through the stories that are told on this podcast. I'm going to tell my story, a a little bit of my story today. Um, I'm also going to have guests on in the future to tell their story. And everything you will notice will revolve back around the idea that we are crafted human beings. We are crafted by not what the external atmosphere is or things going on around us. We are crafted solely on the choices we make. So I have no notes for this podcast, uh, but I'm going to start my story here and just kind of show you some of the things that I could have used and I did use for a while as excuses as to why I will never be anybody. Um, Yeah, so let's take it on back. All right. In 1988... My mother and my father went on a vacation together. They were not married, but they did conceive me. And in January of 89, I was born. That was pretty awesome because I'm a pretty awesome dude. But let's be honest. I'm not taking you that far back. Nobody cares about when I was a kid. Long story short, my mom and dad got divorced before I was a year old. Uh, My stepmom and my stepdad, who eventually came into the pictures on either side, were not the best parents. Um, so I guess you could say I grew up in a broken home, whatever. All right. So now all my life I've used this. I've used the fact that I have little to no relationship with my father. The fact that my mother can sometimes have narcissistic tendencies and be more of a child than her children. Um, yeah, I've used all these things to justify things that I'd done incorrectly. Um, such as in past relationships, I've cheated. I still have a problem with lust and pornography. I'm not proud of that. I've had an issue with alcoholism. Um, Never to an extent that couldn't be fixed, but to an extent that I was not okay with. Currently, I am overweight, unhealthy, and I'm fed up with it. I'm sick of being fat. I'm sick of having to stand up to catch my breath every time I want to tie my shoes. Uh, Yeah, so all this stuff that's going on with me, I've used my past as an excuse well you know nobody ever taught me this nobody ever taught me how to work on cars so my car's a piece of shit i let it get that way nobody ever taught me what to eat i was always fed pop tarts it's their fault that's all i know is pop tarts and cornflakes and all that bullshit um you know i really don't want to cuss on this podcast i'm gonna let it slip because this is the first episode but in the future hopefully i can keep it clean okay sorry for that little side note so yeah let's talk about What's going on now? All right, about two years ago, I was in a job that was a dead-end job, and I was tired of it. I had reached the cap. I was not moving up any further, and I decided I was going to quit that, go into business for myself, all right, essentially. I am currently an independent insurance agent, and my salary is completely based on my achievement, my work. What I put into it 
is directly correlated to what I pull out. So being the fact that I've made excuses my whole life and played the victim, it was a shock when I went from making um, 40 some thousand dollars a year to zero. Yeah, so my first paycheck was 300 bucks. And by paycheck, I mean the first month I was in insurance, I made 300 bucks. And that was thanks to my boss, who was gracious enough to give me something when I couldn't sell anything. It didn't take me long to learn that the choices I make day to day are what's going to pay my bills and put food on the table for my family. Um, and I'm still struggling with some of this, man. I'm still, I'm still not doing what I should be every day. And that's kind of why I'm doing this podcast, because maybe you can, guys can give me some accountability, uh, make things happen, right? All right, I have started walking. I've started eating better. I am, shout out to Andy Frisella, the MFCEO of First Form. I started his fat loss product, and it's killing. It's awesome. I will be soon be starting to work out at a gym as soon as I find somebody to show me what to do because I have no idea. Anyways, these are just a few of the choices I'm making to change my life for the better. And this may be using an old um, cliche. But the way you do one thing is quite literally the way you do everything. If you half-ass on your health, you're going to half-ass on your job. You're going to half-ass in your relationships. Here I go again cussing. Again, that's going to stop. Um, but yeah, you can't be a partial player in one game and a full player in another. It does not work that way. Your mind and your body will not allow you to do it. You have to be 100% all the way around. And that's something I'm struggling with. I know that I can work and come in and do everything, but if I'm not keeping up with my health, then I'm not giving 100% to my job. All right, that's enough about me. Let's move forward and talk about some choices that we can make day to day to improve our living conditions. Um, all right, when you wake up in the morning, what's the first thing you want to do? Hit that snooze button, right? Or in my case, it's more like, Alexa, shut up. Either way, it's the same concept. We, we hear that alarm in the morning and we do not want to get out of bed. We start our day on a negative note. Uh, lately, I've been trying and I've been failing most of the time. I'm not going to lie. So I'm going to go on a sidebar here and say that everything I say in this podcast is stuff that I'm working on. I am not perfect. I am not the best role model for this situation. I have just done my research and I know things that I need to be doing and I'm sharing it with all of you. 95% of the things I say on here are going to be things that I've heard the most successful people in the world state that they do. Uh, one of them is getting up with an attitude of gratitude. Wake up. Do not hit snooze. Get out of bed. You know, in the past, I've gotten up with intentions of reading for 30 minutes, which is something I like to do every day. Um, intention of meditating at least 10 minutes every morning. You might think meditation is crazy. I swear by it. The problem I've had with these things is that I get up bright and early and I start doing these things that don't, that aren't activities. They're not physical activities. So I start to get sleepy. I've fallen asleep in the middle of a chapter of a book. I've fallen asleep about two minutes into a guided meditation. Um, so after this, I've been looking for things. You know, what do people do in the morning to keep themselves awake through this? Hal Elrod wrote a book called The Miracle Morning and he had the same issue that I did. And what he learned is that if he got out of bed and went straight to his bathroom and brushed his teeth, it helped him stay awake for whatever reason. Maybe the minty flavor. I don't know. Maybe his breath smelled so good it kept him awake. Who knows? 
but I've been trying it and it's been working. And I'm also a firm believer that a good night's sleep begins first thing in the morning. And this is backed up by science. Our cyclical revolution of melatonin and cortisol and serotonin and all the hormones that our body makes proves that when you wake up in the morning, the activities that you have directly relate to the level of sleep hormone you'll produce in the evening. So an attitude of gratitude waking up, being happy, getting yourself motivated and getting that cortisol picked up, that cycle is going to begin and you're going to get a better serotonin hit and melatonin hit when you get ready to go to bed. And as I've already stated, most of the stuff I'm going to share with you guys is stuff that I've heard the most successful people in my life and in the world state that they do on a regular basis. Uh, for instance, Andy Priscilla, who runs the MFCEO podca- project podcast and is also the CEO of First Form and the CEO of Supplement Superstores out of St. Louis, Missouri, um, he says that every morning when he's brushing his teeth, He consciously thinks about all the things he's grateful for. And that's the way he gets his positive mindset flowing to start the day on a high note instead of a low note. Hitting that snooze button starts you off on a low note. But Andy wakes up and starts off at the top of his game, which is exactly what I want to do. And that's why I try to model these people. All right, so we've talked about the attitude of gratitude first thing in the morning. Man, I love saying that, though. Doesn't that roll off the tongue just right? Attitude of gratitude. Say it with me. I'll give you a second. All right. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Um, So next, I want to talk about another choice that we can make, and that is the choice of reading. You know, it's been said that a man who does not read has no advantage over the man who cannot read. Um, That's pretty powerful to me if you think about it. Uh, You can be educated in anything, but if you're not taking the time to further educate yourself, What are you even doing? The most successful people on our planet read about 60 books a year. Uh, That's kind of difficult to do for somebody who's not used to reading, I know. I used to read all the time. I set that goal this year. I have not met that goal. I have not kept up um, on the track I'm on right now. I will not make it. Um, And that includes e-books, audio books, and hardback or paperback books. But that doesn't mean I'm giving up. Just because I'm behind where I want to be, doesn't mean I'm quitting because some is better than none. And in the past, I've been reading none. And I know some of you are already thinking, oh God, I don't want to read a nonfiction book. They're so boring. I don't want to read a biography about somebody who lived a hundred years ago and chopped down an apple tree with his wooden teeth or whatever. All right, I feel you. Start with fiction. When I was a horticulturalist, I would mow grass a lot, I would weed eat a lot, I would plow fields and bush hog fields, but let me tell you, when I got on that John Deere, I wasn't going to bush hog the north field. No, I was driving that thing to Mordor with the Fellowship of the Ring. When I sat down on that Toro Zero turn, I wasn't going to cut some grass somewhere. I was flying the Millennium Falcon through the Kessel Run. Guess what, dude, I made it in under 12 parsecs too. High five. My point is this, guys. Reading is better than not reading. I don't care what you're reading, as long as it's not the newspaper, because that's just Debbie Downer and will definitely throw off your positivity. Just read a book, man. Pick up a kid's book or a comic book. Read something. All right, so we've covered waking up every morning with some kind of routine to start off on a positive foot. And we've covered reading, 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 reading rainbow. All right, let's move on to the next one. 
Um, networking. Networking is a skill that everybody does, whether they know it or not. When you have a group of friends that you hang out with, you are networking. You will always be the average of the people you spend the most time with. So if you're spending time with a bunch of losers, you're going to be the loser in the middle. If you're spending time with people where you want to be, you're eventually going to get there. You're going to get to where you want to be. Successful people never go it alone. They find somebody that wants to do the same thing or a similar thing that they do, and they suck on them, and they attach like a barnacle on a freaking fish. They're not, they're not taking any energy from this guy. They're just along for the ride. They're putting in that same effort on the same path, and they're going to get to the same place, and that is at the top. If you attach yourself to somebody who is at the top, you will soon be at the top. That is not just something I've heard. That is a proven fact. Let's put this into play here. If you want to be a top car salesman, you're not going to do that sitting on your ass at home collecting unemployment. You're not going to do that cutting grass for your grandma on the weekends getting 50 bucks a day. You're not going to get it unless you get in a dealership where you are a brown car salesman. I don't care if you have to get in there and sweep the floor. That will get you around the people you need to be around to reach your goal. And let me tell you what, if you get in that position and you've got the mindset that you're going to be those people, you will become those people. That's the way life works. It always has and it always will. This goes right along with those people who want to be, they're trying to write a book, man. I'm trying to write a book, dude. I'm a writer. I'm a struggling writer. I've got all these ideas and all these thoughts that need to be put on the paper. I just can't make it happen. Well, hey, bro, when's the last time you spent a little time in a library reading other people's thoughts that they put on paper? Let me tell you, one of the best written books, I've, well, two of the best written books I've ever read were The Wolf of Wall Street and its sequel, Catching the Wolf of Wall Street. Let me tell you, Jordan Belfort was no author when he set out to write these books. As a matter of fact, he had no intention of writing a book. It wasn't until he was in prison with Tommy Chong and was telling his story and Chong was like, dude... You should really put this on paper, man. You could sell so many books. It would be incredible. Belfort was like, nah, dude, I'm not an author. Well, anyways, this is what Belfort did. Belfort read a book, and it was the best book he had ever read. So he got one of his cellmates and paid them to read this book over and over and over again and write down every metaphor and simile or any kind of comparison that he could find in that book. Belfort then read those notes over and over and over again, and if you want to hear a damn good book or read a damn good book, pick up The Wolf of Wall Street and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. He didn't know what to say, but somebody else did. So he read it and studied it, and guess what? He learned it. And now he's got two bestsellers. Amazing, right? All because he studied something else somebody else did. He put himself around people that were where he wanted to be. Now let's talk about the flip side of that. You can't be hanging around with people that pull you down all the time, man. Uh, you got to get those negative people out of your life. If you're honestly trying to better yourself and improve your quality of life, and you've got people constantly saying, dude, you're wasting your time, man. It's never going to help. It's never going to work out, dude. You're just spending all this time doing all these things like you're somebody and you're nobody, man. I don't know why you waste your time with it. Cut those freaking people out of your life. They will do. I don't care if it's your mom. Dude, you don't have to cut her out completely, but you have to know where to draw that line. You, There's too many leeches and too many people who want to see you fail because they're not happy with where they are and they don't have the drive to get there. 
Alright, the last thing I want to address today on this episode, episode number one of Crafted the Podcast, haven't figured out how I'm going to introduce it yet, but that sounds good for now, is this, never be satisfied. When you become satisfied, you have given up on your true potential. If you say, man, I've got that house I've always wanted, I'm married, I've got three kids, I've got a decent job. Let's cruise for the rest of your life, for the rest of my life. Not cool, man. You're not going to be happy. You're going to end up cheating on your wife. You're going to end up spending all your money with a gambling addiction or some other bullshit like that. You've got to have an obsession. Grant Cardone says, be obsessed or be average. Don't be obsessed with drugs. Don't be obsessed with alcohol. Don't be obsessed with booze or strippers. Be obsessed with self-growth and success. Keep climbing. You will never reach the top. As Uncle G would say, there's no shortage of money, man. Start hustling. Remember those words. He who is satisfied has given up on his true potential. All right. I've stated four things that I believe are necessary habits and choices to make to improve yourself and reach success at some point. I've also told you a little bit about myself and some struggles I have and how I'm trying my best to improve my own life and do better at things that I'm failing at currently. I would love to hear from each of you. Um, my email address is EWBevel10X. That's E-W-B-E-V-E-L-10X at gmail.com. Send me any critiques or any things I could do better with this or any any things you would like to hear me talk about or you would like to come on my show and talk about. I need some guests. I need them. I've got some lined up, but I need some more. Hit me up, guys. Um, I will soon be starting a Facebook page if anybody's interested in joining it. It's just going to be talking about kind of the stuff that we talk about on here. And, you know, again, I don't have a real... I don't have a real blueprint for what this is going to become. I'm just open to letting it go anywhere uh, with your help. So please reach out to me. You got my email. A lot of you guys that are going to hear this first episode have my phone number. You can come knock on my door or come to my office. Tell me I'm shit and you don't want to hear my podcast anymore. Tell me something I can do better. All right. Help me out. I'm trying my best right now to base my entire life on what I can do for other people. I'm a firm believer in the fact that you can get anything you want in life if you'll help others get what they want. So that's what I'm trying to do. Let me know how I can help you guys. Please, again, email, knock on my door, whatever. Let me know what I can do to help you. Uh, just a little disclaimer, I'm not in any position to get you the job as the CFO of General Motors or anything crazy like that. But dude, if you're moving next weekend, give me a shout. Let me help you. Um, Whatever I can do, man. You know you know, I'm down for that. So I love you guys, and I mean that. Each and every one of you who listen, thank you so much. Um, tune in. I'll be here hopefully next week, or, you know, I'm going to try to do it weekly. Let's make that a plan. Let's try to do a weekly podcast. We'll say Thursdays because that seems to be a good day. Yeah. All right, that's it, guys. Thanks a lot for tuning in to Crafted the Podcast. Episode number one, where Ellis talks about things you can do to make your life better and such. All right, guys, that's it. Have a good week. And remember, be great because nothing else pays. women for a place to sleep at night. Smart boys turn them in and do whatever they wish. If you believe you can achieve, then say it like this. I know I can be what I want to be. If I work hard at it, 
I'll be where I wanna be. Now, so. 